78 of the Busting Balls podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting Dash Balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic not this shit again. John and Jeffrey discuss both Manchester City's financial fraud accusations and the Super League as both rear their ugly heads once again. John, what's happening, brother? Well, I'd say let's start with something that's dear to your heart. Let's talk VAR, my friend. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I've got I've got shit to say today. Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk. I can't do it. So, Estupinian. Right. Having a goal disallowed because the VAR ref drew the line from the wrong player. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, do your job, basics. And uh, and then th- tell me, was, was there another incident this weekend, Jeff? Oh, I think there was, yes. I, I think there was an incident at the Emirates uh, during no. Arsenal versus Brentford where Ivan Tony had a goal wrongly allowed because uh, the uh, VAR didn't even bother to draw the lines and looked at the wrong player for the offside. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't seen some <laughs> a couple of these bad since they failed to apply the rules on Virgil van Dijk being near decapitated by Jordan Pickford, frankly. Yeah, I th- this is... This is unbelievable. And you know what? I, I love how the the PGMOL decides, you know, now, oh, well, we're going to look into the human error behind this. What does that fucking do? Because both both Arsenal and Brighton got hosed. And, yeah, got they, hosed will, and, and they will not and they will not retroactively unhose it. No, which again is is right. So cuz you cannot re-referee games on that base, but they—they they are, you know, the Brighton one in particular. It—it's so bloody clear. But then, then you saw the replay on the Arsenal goal. You hang on a second. What the? Fuck? You, I, I know there are sort of semi-automated VAR is on its way, but at this point, you go. The problem is not with technology. The problem is with English referees here. 
who cannot even apply simple technology possibly. You have to draw a line. Well, this about, is not difficult. What about this offside tech that was demoed during the World Cup and now I think it's either the Bundesliga or yeah. the Syria or Syria um, possibly both have instituted this now. Yeah. And and it, it's English the there there is a certain sort of stereotype of the English which has them down at uh shall we say as as being resistant to change. And yet you, you can see it them being very, very suspicious of this new technology. And frankly, they've done absolutely everything they can to undermine it at every single opportunity. Well, not only that, but look who's at the PGMOL. Uh, yeah. Look who's in charge. Howard Webb and Chris Foy. And have a look who's For in charge before. Sake. Who was in charge before? Mike Friggin Riley. Right. Oh, and and is it Swartz? Is it? I can't remember his first uh, name. Mike, Mike Dean is a VAR now, even though he's supposed to have been retired. Yeah, um, Swarbrick is what? Swarbrick is it? No, no, I can't remember his first name. Dave Nigel Nigel. The cycle of incompetent referees in English football just continues unabated. It, and I, I have sympathy for referees because. The modern game has got so fast compared to what it used to. You know, it, it is not going to be possible that they go. They, they, no one's going to bat a thousand. You know. Okay, but I get nobody's going to bat a thousand. But these are easy decisions we're talking here. These are not difficult decisions, and they are not being made by the guy who is running up and down the pitch and absolutely knackered. These are people sitting there. Who who need who just need to draw a friggin' line across the screen? I, it's just like, what the fuck are you playing right. at? Guys? And, and, and what does it? Yeah, and, and also, what good is your apology? Dude? This is like the apology you get at the bank when they screw up a transaction. But oh well, we're very sorry. Uh, we can't fix it. So if you make a mistake, of course you're charged hundreds. What I mean, what does this fucking do? What what does this do? Were these guys watching Pornhub instead or something? I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, what what does this actually do? Yeah, okay, great. You're sorry. Great. We just got hosed out of two crucial points that could have, you know, could have title implications here. Oh, getting hosed on decisions that could have title implications. My my dude, welcome to Liverpool's world for, oh, you know, two seasons of the next. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. Once again, we 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 and we yeah. Once again, you know, gee, we wonder why only one English referee was invited to the last two World Cups. Said no one ever. And we were surprised that even one was on this podcast. Oh, frankly, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Mike. You know what? It just it it. it you know what? Everybody talks about how VARs ruin the game. How about just officiating in general in English yeah. football is ruining the game. I'm, I'm going, VAR is here to raise standards. English f football referees do not appear to want standards raised. Well, no, because they all have their grift and they all have their, uh, you know, they're all in the tank for their clubs. So, therefore, whatever helps out, you know. I, I am legally in indebted to, to say that this has not been proven, <laughs> but there's a mating body of evidence. <laughs> I, I don't have, you know what? I'm not the one who has to prove this. So. <laughs> we're, we're, we're two schmucks on the internet you know 
yeah. And we make no money from this show. So, you know, um, in fact, I lose money every year on this show. So, yeah. They can, yeah, you can take it from our profits. We're, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, good luck getting damages off of this guy. That's all I'm going to say. Believe me, you're making more than I am. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, what what an absolute disgrace. Absolute <sighs> disgrace. You know what? It, it's funny though, but you know what? That's that's not the funniest VAR decision in this uh in in this weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh are you familiar with a man named Douglas Ross? <laughs> Douglas Ross, the the leader of the Scottish Conservatives, and I believe a qualified assistant referee. Yes, he is, and he happened to be at at uh, at Parkhead on Saturday <laughs> against Saint Mirren. Um, banners were unfurled by the Green Brigade saying, "VAR decision: Douglas Ross is a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing about that banner, who needs VAR? The guy's in the Tory party, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, yeah, that's what a lot of the responses I've seen on the on the internet was like, oh, we needed VAR to tell us this. But also, you know, I, I am going to say this, though, is that um, I did not see this on the ESPN broadcast, and I guess uh, Viaplay had to make uh, apologies for, uh, for uh, saying this. You know, you know, accidentally showing part of this banner during during said VAR decision, but um, you know what? Yes, the ESPN broadcast clearly showed on several occasions uh, a banner in the same font saying "fuck the Tories." Well, it it, it was a day for that yesterday because um, the the band Wet Leg at the Brit Awards got bleeped on live broadcast for saying exactly that. What? Fuck the Tories. Yeah. Well, it's almost it, it, like it's a thing, you know? Oh, yeah. The, 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 you know, we should have badges on it. It should, it should just be like de rigueur. Right. I mean, th that, that should be, yeah, that should be the, the default totally. <laughs> for anybody at this point. Although but, we uh, should protect that we don't endorse fucking Tories. You know, that that's a bad thing because they might reproduce that and that would be a terrible thing. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Well, you know, the, Boris Johnson is on his. Uh, well, you know, the, the, you know, you know the, the, yeah, there's a thing I, I, I've seen a badge around here in the city saying, you know what, you know, fuck CPD, but don't fuck CPD. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, boy, we are very sweary on this episode today. This is why we will not get picked up by, you know, respectable news outlets. That, and we're not respectable anyway. And, and, and also, we're not bought and paid for by anybody, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can't forget about that part. <laughs> We're we're not gonna change our opinions on the air because you know somebody waves some money around. Hello, but well, uh, anyway, let's go back to <laughs> hey, let's go back to Parkhead though because uh, a, uh, a a a great occasion happened yesterday at said at, at said uh, Celtic versus Saint Mirren match. Um, Indeed, three out of the five goal scorers uh, were. Were uh, were Japanese? Well, actually, three out of the five goals, I should say, because it was two Japanese players. It was uh, Dyson Maeda who opened the scoring shortly after Kyogo had to come off. Uh, what looked like an arm or shoulder injury. I don't know the status of him. I hope he, it's nothing serious. 
Celtic would miss Kyogo if he was gone. Yeah. Well, well, but he did. <laughs> I, like... I thought that, and then yesterday happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did. Uh, I mean, he looked like he looked pretty happy in the post match, but I also maybe thought I saw his arm like in like a, a kind of a sling position, but I can't say that for sure. So I just I could, uh, I just I could be safety measures. Yeah, it could just be precautionary. But also, um, so yeah, uh, Daisen Maeda and uh, Rayo Hatate both scored. It, uh, yesterday, as we record this, it was uh, Japan's Foundation Day. Nice. So, so yeah, how about that? But also, uh, to make it 4-0, or was it 3? I don't remember at this. No, it, yeah, it was 3-0, actually. I uh, forgot about that. Uh, uh, Gun Oh. Scored his debut goal for Celtic, the Korean yeah, player. I, I, so Jeff, 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 tech, you know, messaged me yesterday to say, "Oh, I was like, what's going on there?" And, and I completely forgot they'd signed him. Right. And like, <laughs> what? What the hell's going on? This? Oh, he's got. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. The uh, you know the uh, the Celtic fans, uh, you know, of course, you know, did oh oh oh, you know, doing like the the Seven Nation Army. Oh yeah. Uh, right. You know what? No. You know what? Uh, Celtic fans usually have come up with more inventive chants of that. I'm surprised they didn't do the uh, the Led Zeppelin Deer Maker. Oh 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 oh. God, Baltimore's oh, just scored a goal. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> you know. Or Billy Idol dancing with myself. Oh, uh oh, oh. See, there's so many more you could have done, but no, you had to go for you know Seven Nation Army, which is like every other sports team of any type around the world in the free world. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, on that note, John, uh, let's commit your, your Super Bowl pick, uh, to, to tape while we're here. <laughs> Since All we're right. recording on Super Bowl Sunday, it, the show may not be up. So either John got it completely correct or he completely botched this. Uh, I, I am not saying that this is biased by the Eagles being cheap shot bastards to the 49ers when they were down two quarterbacks yesterday or like two weeks ago. But I, I'm going Patrick Mahomes all the way. I, if the Eagles are good, I'd say East had to win, but I, I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, um, I, I do not have a rooting interest either way. Unlike most Steelers fans, I don't seem to have this hatred of the Eagles that a lot of them do. And in fact, I will point out to, you know, those of you who don't seem to realize that at one point the Eagles and the Steelers were the same team during world war two. Indeed. They were, they were combined as a, they were a combined team for, you know, the, the, the sake of, you know, you know, man numbers. Um, that being said, uh, the Eagles seem to have been the the best team in in the NFL this year. So you know what? I, I, I get. It. I am not. I do not have a rooting interest either way. Um, I think the Eagles are going to win it though. So we'll, we'll, oh, we'll... I'm loving it. Okay, yeah, you know, again, I'm and I'm not fussed either way. If if the Chiefs win, great. Yeah. Although, although, although we do have to talk about their name sometime, you know, and then yeah. the oh, stadium yeah. name because you know if. You know, after all the pressure 
uh, the, the, the correctly applied pressure on Washington to change yes. their name, I think maybe, you know, yeah, it's it's time. And you know what? Just to be fair, I think the same thing about Chicago's NHL team, too. So Entirely so, yeah. So, and and yeah. Cleveland's baseball team I'm there with. Say what? The Cleveland's baseball team is... Oh, yeah, yeah they're not the Guardians. Yeah. Well, you know, Indianapolis has a minor league team called the you know what so yeah i think they need to change that too by the way yeah yeah look it's the 21st century do better yeah yeah exactly exactly you should know better than the guy who named you 80 years ago right well yeah and 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 yeah and they made up myths about you know the the name you know well it was in honor of jim thornton no it wasn't shut the fuck up that's a that's a complete lie that is a complete lie um, so, hey, speaking of doing the right thing, so, uh, the Canadian women's national team, John, were going oh, yeah. to, yeah. they were going to, uh, do a strike action, probably for, you know, the same benefits that, you know, now, as we've seen the, the Irish and, um, Welsh, you know, well, Welsh and women, well, U.S. <laughs> women's national teams yeah. have done equal pay and, uh, you know, better, hopefully better protections. Oh no! They they um they and uh, they were going to be sitting out the She Believes Cup. Well, now the Canadian FA, uh, you know, Canada Soccer has now said that um, if they do that, they will be legally they'll they'll be in an illegal strike. Uh, they will be charged X amount of monies, and um, they will be legally compelled to take the field. So they're they're delaying the strike action. This sounds like horseshit to me. That that sounds entirely like horseshit to me because they are withdrawing their labor for a very good reason. That I'm, I, I'm assuming this is that the, it's in line with Canadian law that they're allowed to do this. I I, I would think they would be, but I, I, I again I don't know Canadian law, so I'm not going to pretend to do so that. No, but the, me neither. I, I'm just going with the the basic idea that the that Canada soccer is throwing its weight around like this against, you know, the people who play their games. Yes. It, it, it's just not a good look. Let's face it. It's, you know, a strike is because the, the guys on the other end do not come to the table with you. Right. You, you know, and, and I know that uh, particularly in the last, you know, 40 years, the rules have been changed so that, that <laughs> strikes get harder to do. But come on, the, Talk to them because if it's a communication breakdown, we're back to Led Zeppelin. You know what I'm saying, yeah, look at the callbacks. Yeah, we are. Oh, hey, how about that? But, <laughs> just get back to the table. God's sake. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Solidarity with the Canadian women's national team on oh. this. And uh, yeah, I ho- hope uh, they are able to do what they need to do because you know it's. Uh, uh, yeah, again, I mean, we're, we're at the stage now where w- the women's game needs to be on an equal standing legally with the men's game. Totally. And I'm, I'm sure with equalities legislation in the UK, that then that's exactly what should be happening. Right. But, you know, as we've seen, you yeah. know, it's, uh, yeah, a- a- as we've seen. I mean, even, they, I mean, U.S. soccer even finally, you know, buckled under this, you know, for, for the women's team. Which I did not expect, I have to say. But well, I mean, I am- neither did I, but, you know, here we are. And, 
yeah, th- things are, are, are going well uh, on, on that front. But however, you know, well, with the exception of, you know, what happened in the NWSL, of course, uh, which is a, a, another issue. But, you oh. know, a symbol, but, you know, it's all, you know, a, 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 a whole, you know, part of a bigger whole, which is, you know, just the utter disrespect and dehumanization of women's footballers. Totally. So. They're just not that. I, you know, you can say they don't get the ratings that men's games do. Sorry, did you just have a look at what happened in the uh, in the European Championships last year with England? Oh, look, they got the ratings when they were there to be had. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was at, I was down the pub for Celtic season opener, and the place was packed with people watching the the women's Euro final. That's what, yeah, that's what. It's a case of exposure. Bring it up. The women's game was deliberately suppressed in the on these shows for years. It's a case of dudes. It's a moral friggin' duty to get that game back up. To the you know forty odd years of progress that you denied it. Oh, exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, so anyway, good luck to the uh, the Canadian women's national team, and uh, this show at least supports you in your in your actions. One hundred percent. So, um, well, let's end this on some good news. Um, Union Berlin. My goodness! Oh my lord. <laughs> they just keep they on going. They are still one point behind Bayern, who who finally remembered how to win games. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, they uh, yeah, Union had a tough one. They they had VAR rescue them because there was an, an offside of where uh, Leipzig had an equalizing goal. They Leipzig actually had the lead. Yeah, they were 1-0 down the way to Leipzig. That is pressure. <laughs> you know, Bayern had already played. Right, and, and won. They won, you know, they, they left it late against Bochum, but uh, 3-0. Yeah, you know. and <laughs> it's what you love to see. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I'm all for them basically doing the Leicester this year. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm hoping for the best. I mean, if nothing else, if nothing else, right now, Union are going to the Champions League, whilst Hertha is still they're they're in relegation trouble. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not... and, and Hertha is the much bigger team in Berlin. Oh, entirely. It it's just it's an astonishing to see. You know, it it because no, you know, who said at the start of the season that Union would be at at, at in a title race. Right. Yeah, who who knew? But, well, I mean, I think we knew they were going to be scrapping for, like, a top five. I don't think they, yeah, nobody saw them having no. title aspirations. And, oh, no, boy. No, and, oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that. that's, uh, that, that's definitely something here. So, uh, hey, um, another, uh, piece of good news uh the j league season is about to kick off john they just had the super cup on friday night into sunday morning uh in in the u.s time zone uh they they took on the you know they were the league winners last season they took on the emperor's cup winners the in the second division the giant killers vent for it kofu and actually had to have a go-ahead goal against them because uh it was one one at halftime Wow. 
So, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Yokohama did win 2-1 to win the uh, the Japanese Super Cup to start off the season in uh, in, in the J-League. So, uh, so yeah, best of luck to uh, to Yokohama and to uh, Ventfort Kofu. I hope they're able to maybe uh, parlay their success into possibly coming back up into the first J-League. 100%. I mean, that effort in just winning that cup last year is ridiculous. Oh, my. Yeah. And, and I mean, they, they, they had to go. All their teams were basically, basically all their teams were, you know, first J League teams, too, you know? Yeah. One of the, one of the most remarkable cup rings you are ever going to see in yeah. any J League. Exactly. And that's, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and that's the magic, you know, the, the, the so called magic of the cup. Which you know, as we know, Wrexham has now um, experienced both sides of that. <laughs> they nearly yes. made it, though. My goodness, they were ahead in that in that replay. Oh yeah, <laughs> did you hear what she- uh, the the Sheffield United guy said? I think I, I think it might have Billy Sharp said at the end. Apparently, well, he was well, yeah, he was the the go ahead stick that new documentary. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> Look, dude. If I wanted to see that much of Ryan Reynolds, I'd have put Deadpool on for God's sake. Except you don't really see <laughs> Ryan Reynolds in that, do you? Oh, you had no, you had a Ryan. Yeah, there's a Ryan Reynolds cam all the freaking way up. I mean, I get, I, I get it. I mean, that that's kind of why you know a lot of people go to the show. But you know, at the same time, you know what? You can't really fault Wrexham, though. No, no, I, I don't blame them at all. It did. I mean, despite the fact that they, I mean, despite the fact that they are you know rivals to you as as another Welsh team in English football, uh, they're, they're the other end of the country from us, so to speak. You know, I, I right. know in terms of America, it's it's like at the top end of the state, but right. <laughs> how how <laughs> are Newport doing anyway? Are they are they? Uh, hey, ninety fifth minute winner yesterday. Come yeah, on, yeah, but aren't yeah. they like like bottom half of the table? 17th or 18th, but uh, a couple of wins on the banks now. We're pulling away from the bottom, which is a good job because the bottom two teams have started to win. So we're, we're picking up points. We've got a few games in hand. It, it's all looking okay, even if, you know, there ain't that many goals in the games at the, the moment. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we were kind of uh, micro, micro-focused on this edition of the news. Uh, I am going to take a, a minute or two, though, to discuss um... – what happened earlier this week, all of football was wearing black armbands. Indeed, uh, after the, the catastrophic earthquakes in um, Turkey and Syria, claimed, I think, 3,000 is what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, more injured. Um, this one kind of hit me a little personally because... Uh, in my other life, I also am a uh, you know attempting to have a, a career in writing comic books, and uh, on March twenty second, uh, there's a book coming out from Dark Horse Comics uh, that I wrote, uh, drawn by the legendary Steve Parkhouse. It's called Warbirds, and uh, this one kind of hit me a little bit because uh, the quake affected. Uh, a, a city called Adana in Turkey, and uh, well, most of Warbird, the, my book Warbirds, takes place in Adana. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt uh, so. It's it, it kind of hit me a little bit uh, when this when this happened personally. So, yeah, I'm just gonna say on behalf of John, yeah, our 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 our, our hopes and thoughts with uh, those affected by this and if if you're able to find a, a good decent legitimate uh charity that's giving aid to to the people on the ground please do 
absolutely 100% with Jeff on this. So, yeah, and sorry to, to, to bring my, you know, my personal life into this, too. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you feel compelled to. And, again, it's sort of on topic because, again, every, all of football were wearing black armbands this weekend. And you, you, you saw the advertising hoardings at, very, you know, games in various leagues. You know, I saw it in, 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 in England and Scotland, and I think in Germany was doing it, too. You know, there's a high, you know, there's a high Turkish immigrant population in Germany. Oh, huge. Yeah. So, you know, there's, you know, people who watch the Bundesliga obviously are going to be affected by this, too. Play in the Bundesliga for that matter. It's just the the human tragedy level of it. Everyone is affected, you know? Yeah, so... Yeah, we, we, we do uh, offer our, our hopes and thoughts for, uh, for for recovery in that region. And, um, yeah, that, that's all I got to say on that. John, do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, we, we take our, our, our respite? Uh, yeah, I, I think we didn't mention managerial sackings here, did we? Oh, no, <laughs> we did. No, we have not. Who, 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 who do you have uh, on, on the cosh here? Uh, well, for a start, Nathan Jones. He's not been gone too long according to Southampton. He's out the door. Oh, my God. I did not see this. No, it, uh, this morning. Oh, I, again, I didn't see this. Ah. Yeah, yeah. He's already they, been uh, Damn. Yeah. I, I think he was on there. The, he was I mean, they, months. It was, was it October? Something along November? It. Yeah, he, yeah. I was saying it didn't seem like I, I thought Ross, Rob Hasenhutl was fired like really close to the World Cup. I thought. Yeah, it it wasn't far off that break, but Jones has not been a good fit from what you can hear on any level at Southampton. Oh no, no Southampton, as we mentioned last episode, are just in an awful state. Yeah, did, did we mention Jesse Marsh last time? Or had that happened? Oh remember. yeah, well Jesse Marsh did have. Yeah, we were. Hoping he would, yeah, we were hoping for the best for him, and yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. the very next day he was sacked, so yeah, Jesse Marr. <laughs> you know, as everybody on, uh, you know, around these parts, like, the, the Leeds United States of America experiment is over, except, oh, whoops, they just brought in uh, Weston McKenney and and uh, <laughs> and all that, so, oops. Yeah, so yeah, we I, I did forget about uh, Leeds United, too, so. Well, what are you, you going to do? Yeah, it, it's what are we? I think eight eight managers have lost their jobs there. So coming up to half the league, <laughs> worth it, managing. It's, it's been a rough been a rough season on that on that uh, on that front. So uh, anyway, with that, we take our break and go into today's topic. Not this shit again. John Jeffrey discussed both Manchester City's financial fraud accusations and the Super League as both rear their ugly heads once again. Please stay tuned.
back with the second half of episode 78 of the Busting Balls podcast. Tonight, John and Jeffrey talk not this shit again. We go back to two topics that have frankly been running for decades. Man City's finances and the European Super League. At least it feels like decades because, you know, time ceased to have meaning about, you know, February of 2020. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. but uh, ironically, that's when we last discussed one of these things. Uh, (laughs) It was a a, uh, topic. Of course, I lost the episode number now. But uh, yeah, this uh, both of these topics have come up before. In fact, we we did a I remember we did a special episode about the Super League. Oh, we certainly did. Yeah, it it was because, you know, it was it was more than a pod blast, but, you know, it was longer than a. That discussion alone was longer than a regular episode, so... Yeah, yeah, it's... But... Yeah, it's back right. again. What, 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 what do we talk first? Uh, let, let's go Super League first, because, you know, I, I, I think that it's a longer discussion on Man City, potentially, here. Um, okay, yeah, the Super League. Uh, yeah, they're trying to bring it back. Uh, John, do, do you have the details in front of you? I, well, I was going to say... What they what they are apparently doing this time they they are making a playoff. It's more accessible to other teams now. It's it's not got the uh, actually it, it's not hermetically sealed as the other Super League would have been. So you know they're making offers to places where maybe they don't like the way the Champions League set up. Um, I think the example I saw in the Guardian was the Netherlands, for instance, who have two representatives tops in right. the Champions League. So yeah, it, it it's what they're doing is they they're following the old political protocol of it doesn't matter how shit an idea is if you keep plugging away and keep just presenting it, its time will come. Mm. And this appears to be what they're doing now. They they want to buy off the mid tier guys who had objections. They it it's just again bribing corruption. At this point to me, it just looks like something administrators want, but I do not know any fans who particularly want this shit happening. Right, and it, and it's the same three usual suspects. It's Real Madrid, it's Barcelona, and it's Juventus who are, who are banging that. the drum of this. You know, Juventus, who just got nailed for other financial imp- improprieties. Yeah, we're talking three teams here who keep looking at the Premier League, and their eyes go big with sources at the at, you know at the wealth that's in the Premier League, which you know is another topic in of itself. I, I totally yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it comes from a quite reasonable viewpoint, but you know this is not the solution. And you know the the ironic thing is that we're talking this instead of the Champions League groups uh, knockout stages, which begin this week as we record. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so so fair play, yeah. They 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 derailed, you know, the the start of the knockout phase of of the prime competition. Yeah, You're, right. The, you know, the prime competition that they're trying to overrule. Yeah, you can't. No, it it's. I just don't know what the hell is going on with it again, because I'm sure like the, the younger football fans are just going, Ooh, all the big clubs playing each other every so often, like they do on, you know, like on FIFA maybe, or, you know, on any of the video games. 
Right. It, 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 it's it, it comes as a weird thing to me, and I you know I I'm not I'm not going to be nationalistic, but the you know the European teams they keep getting U.S. sports consultants in to go. How do we maximize revenue here? Right. And I'm going. It, it there is no grassroots plan here. They are they are trying to build it from the top down, and that never works. You, know, it, it's not the U- European sports and U.S. sports. As, you know, as a fan of both, they're very very different. They come from very very different roots. They have developed very very differently in very different economic conditions across you know <laughs> a different amounts of time. It's. It's not really compatible to my mind still. Yeah. No, it, 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 it isn't. And it's just, you know, the typical late stage capitalism of we need all the money and we still want all the money. And yeah, we need and more of it. If we give everyone the shiny things as often as possible, they'll still keep coming back for more and more and more. And I'm like, no, there's going to come a point, you know, whether it comes three, four, five, ten years down the line where people are going to go, friggin' Real Madrid and Bayern again, whatever. I mean, that that is almost the case with the Champions League already. Cause, you right, know. well, so, and this is what I'm, okay, so this is what we're, we're looking at here, is that now, you know, th- this group behind, you know, th- th- this conclave behind this latest iteration of the Super League uh, are now have now spoken with over 50 teams to try and find support for the project with a view to creating a competition which would be played between 80 teams, 80 teams every season. Yeah, so basically, yeah. they're just trying to recreate the Champions League. Yeah, it, it, it's trying to redo European football, and it's also t- trying to take UEFA out of out of the game. Now, what they're, they're saying is, is that they're hoping to have this up and running by the 2024-25 season, and they're currently awaiting a ruling from the European Court of Justice over whether FIFA and UEFA have the power to stop clubs from competing. It just doesn't work. And again, you're going to have teams flying across, you know, 80 teams flying across the continent Every week, it I, from a start off, look at it from an environmental perspective. Jesus, yeah, not everybody's going to want to ride the train. No, and you know, and, and you know, yes, I'm sure there will be a market for you know Real Madrid for Barcelona for Juventus. And, and let's not forget with uh, Real Madrid and Barca. I believe this week um, <laughs> they've they've been basically bypassed for the television negotiations for Spanish football. Right, because of this. Exactly. And, yeah, rightly so. Y- yes, they are big clubs, and yes, they get they have had a say over the years, arguably more than correct commensurate to their size. But now, they, they want to keep that, and they should not have it. Yeah. This football is not built for, you know, two clubs to be permanently successful, you, you, you can teams can stay up for a long, long time, but the idea of football is you you know the the same same thing for you know the any given Sunday you know the any given Sunday the teams have a chance that is a fair competition, and they're trying to again they're trying to get everyone else playing uphill, right? And it, yeah, I, I just 
again, you know, it, it's the 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 whole thing of you know, w- yeah, we 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 want to do the same thing that is already doing, except we want just more of the money of it. Yeah, totally. It's the rich want to get stay rich and get ever richer, and you know, call me cynical. It'll likely happen. You know, Arsene Wenger was predicting it within a decade. I do not see how all with all the administrative work that would be required that they would get this up for you know two seasons hence or a season and a half now. Yeah, it's it's practically near impossible. I'm not a fan of the new Champions League, uh, you know, system, which just seems to be a complete botch. Well, and, and why do you think that? It's again. It, it's a it's fair competition. It's you know at, at this point it's it's mini leagues. You know two plays two. At this point you've got and then you've got you know six teams play almost at is it random nine teams at random home and home and away is oh right you know what I completely forgot about the new Champions League format I yeah. completely forgot about that yeah that is that is some shit yeah it it it's a complete mess. Yeah, no, I, I I I agree with you on that point. Like I said, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, I I agree. That is nonsense. Yeah, I the other option is obviously this. The Super League stuff is essentially Real, Barca, Juve putting pressure on UEFA on their local leagues to you know to give them more share of the cash. But yeah. at some point, guys, you've got to think you have a responsibility to everyone else in your league, not just to yourself much as it hasn't seemed that way over the years. Indeed. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it's just, once again, we're, we're going to go through this again, like we did for, you know, that, that week in 2021. Oh, yeah. And, and as this podcast, we, we both support teams that back this Super League idea, and we just, no. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and they, and yeah. Well, thankfully, they, you know, walked out of it too. Yeah, totally. At least they had the moral sense to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, ironically, we're going to be discussing one of those teams uh, that that walked out of it. Uh, pretty much now, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's a good time to move on. It's a yeah, pretty... because I, yeah, I get. I don't think we. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't think we we had to stretch too far and say yeah. Uh, you know, the Super League idea just sucks. And it, it's just, you know, more of a cash grab. Yeah. Because, totally. you know, football doesn't have enough of those going on. No, not at all. But at least, you know, you know why uh, when essentially hedge funds, investment vehicles and sovereign wealth invest in a club, they are looking for a turn. You know that this shit will keep coming up time and time and time again. Yeah, it's almost like we knew this was going to start happening about the minute, oh, Roman Abramovich bought Chelsea. Oh, yeah, totally. It's it, it's an end game. And, yeah, and, and then here we are. It's, you know, it's 20 years later, and, yeah, this is the state of football right now. Which the legacy of Roman Abramovich will also be the financial fair play rules, which is... Uh, plays pretty big into what we're about to discuss because uh, Manchester City have now been charged by the Premier League. Uh, It was UEFA the first time 
Now it's the Premier League because, John, didn't you uh, very smart alecky say on our last episode that we're up at the fourth anniversary of oh, yes. the Premier League's uh, investigation into this? Well, they must have heard us because they finally decided to do something about it. Oh, yeah, because this week, I think it was Thursday morning, I, th- I think it must have been about 10 o'clock. I was just, you know, idly flicking through Twitter on my break, and it was like, holy shit. Because Man City, <laughs> and you can read this, there are over 100 charges against them on, on this from the Premier League. 100 plus. Now, I guess here's my one of my questions is um, what's going to be dealt with first? We're talking over 100 charges. Is it going to be Manchester City's uh, charges? of uh, financial impropriety, or is it going to be Ivan Tony's uh, betting scandal that's going to be dealt with first? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm doing what Ivan Tony should have done. I'm not taking that bet because frankly, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that, I thought that Ivan Tony would have been dealt with by now. I, yeah. I'm, I don't know if the sheer number of charges would, would sort of mitigate against it, but, it seems an open and shut matter, but yeah. I tell you what, I I was genuinely perturbed by how they came out today, uh, this week. You know, they hired, uh, I think it was Lord Panic, one of the you know one of the most preeminent lawyers they could have hired, and expensive. You know, they, the lawyers don't come cheap to to fight those charges. And B, Pep Guardiola came out of his conference. Pep Guardiola, who said the club basically assured him that everything is above board, and if not, I will walk. Is he going to walk? Is he? Fuck. He came out and said in his breath conference, you know, it's not, look, we were proven innocent of all UEFA charges. No, you were not. You had an extremely dubious verdict where where your charges were time-barred by a panel where you had a big influence of who was on it. You know, it was not a straightforward, we're innocent charge. It was a case of, oh, we can't, you can't investigate that anymore. And UEFA didn't have the balls to appeal that verdict when they should have done, and they had a good chance of winning. Yeah. Well, again, you know, again, you know, the, 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 the money comes out, which, you know, alone should tell you where this is going to, this is likely going to go. Yeah, well, th- there is no, as I understand, the Premier League regulations do not allow for a time-barred verdict. Everything back to however far you want to go back is on the table. Now, as I understand it, from what you tell me, um, they cannot also cannot appeal this to the Court of Arbitration of Sport this time either. Nope, nope, not at all. So who who's going to be the legal authority on this? Um, it's a very good question. I, I, I am unsure, but I, I you can bet your ass that uh, Man City, Barcelona, Bayern, Juve, you know, all the Italian, Spanish, German, even PS, PSG, will be looking at this, and they will be wanting the Premier League to essentially nail City on this, because it's it's not just a case of skirting the financial player payrolls. From what I understand, it's a case of they did not cooperate with the investigation. They were not honest about 
where the money came from and who gave it to them. You know, it was spon- It was I, I believe the club's owners paid a certain amount of the sponsorship deal before it came in. You're just like, hang on. That is that that is not any sort of straightforward transaction. Man City, you know, hired two of the guys who wrote the FFP rules. You do not hire them unless you are planning to find a way around those rules. Yeah. Well, here here I go. Now there's a let, let, let's talk about what the potential penalties are going to be. And I, I'm gonna start this off with um there's a lot of fantasizing by both Manchester United and Liverpool fans about about title wins suddenly showing up in their histories. Hey, you know, all of a sudden, I, I'm all for that purely because then you can go, Steven Gerrard slipped. No one gave a fuck. We won the league. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely am not asked either way on that. Those seasons to me are done and dusted. If we get them, great. It's three each, I think, so it's no particular bother either way. You know, it, it is no bragging rights on this. Yeah. It, it, it's not, it's no one's fault that those title wins, you know, would, would kind of feel hollow because, you know, that's just City, again, play leveling the field. I, you know, Right, but also let's face it. The, the the reason why this is coming up is because people are conflating this with the Kalshopoli scandal in in two thousand six in in Syria. Ah, yeah, it, and, it, and, it, and the difference is is that this, there was actual match fixing involved. Yeah, the, I mean, it's the that's the only real kind of precedent we've got on this. The financial irregularities. I don't, you know, I, I don't the UV, um the UVA this season. That's a, obviously that's another one, right? What you know? What? Well, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, Juventus got two titles stripped in during yeah. Calciopoli. But you know, the thing is, is that again, unless we could, unless anyone can prove that any of these, you know, any of these dubious financial transactions on the part of City were actual payments to officials. Then yeah, I I think maybe you can just forget about this and, and you know you you stay where you are on the uh, on the league winners table. I mean, we don't know is the thing because that the it, there is not any sort of limit to the punishment that that any panel could impose on this by the rules. You know, they they could relegate City. They could ban them from you know qualification for the Champions League for whatever four or five years. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Jeff, how do you feel about a point deduction for City this year? Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as we're recording this uh, three days before we we meet City uh, at the Emirates uh, on the fifteenth. But um, yeah, no, I'd be all for it. But also, I mean, let, let's be honest here. You know, if, if there's any sort of, and I, I don't know, we said we should be, we we are going to be discussing the potential penalties for City, and we're we're still going to. But just to get this thought off my chest here, because everybody seems to be comparing this to uh, Juventus, um, I, I'm going to give an alternate uh, comparison. 
mm-hmm. for this is that this seems to be like it'd be closer to Rangers. Rangers faking their tax returns for exactly. Yeah, when they had a uh, whole separate set of books, you know, the one that, you know, the, the actual in-house books and the ones that we present to Her Majesty's, uh, well, I guess now His Majesty's, uh, Revenue and Customs. Yeah. Which is, um, uh, isn't that, isn't that your job? I I can't possibly say I'm not I'm not linked to that section that deals with that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you good little civil servant, you. Oh no, I just don't talk about my job online. <laughs> As no, I, no I'm with you. No, I I don't either. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it's a case of it, it, it's you. Know, HMRC isn't involved in this one, so it, it's not a case for it's not you know, a legal case for the taxman. So there are no legal ramifications for you know for what City have done here. They haven't you know they they paid their taxes like good little boys, as far as I'm aware. That hasn't got, it's it's more from what we see. They have been essentially bending at best the the financial fair play leagues to construct and maintain their squad for. What we're talking now to, uh, to 2008, so you know, for, for the better part of 15 years now, any punishment if the, if they are guilty, and let, let's face it, that's still an if now. Due process, due process has to take its place, right? If they are guilty, that punishment has to be commensurate from the fact they have distorted the league for 15 years. You know, they've had the best manager, they've you know, they bought best players. They haven't. Overspent, but the wage, you know, the wages. Erling Haaland, yeah, oh, 50 million bargain. Look at his wages, dudes. Not many clubs can afford that. Right. So, yeah, so let, let, let's talk that. Let, let's talk the, uh, let, let, let us talk the, uh, the, the potential penalties that are going to come. We have already discussed, you know, that people are fantasizing about, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, what do you call uh, tiles being served? Wait, um, yeah, that, that's not going to happen. Yeah, um, historical historical points deductions. Yeah, yeah, uh, points deductions. Yeah, that that, that that's likely fines. Now fines are going to be the uh, fines will be the 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 least of of the oh. penalties because you know as we've seen. Listen, it, 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 if the if, if the penalty is a fine, it means it was supposed to it, it's supposed to affect the 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 less well off clubs. Yeah, and even if you do it proportionately on the percentage of income, look at the the guys are hiring a lawyering up. They don't care about the money yeah. on that one. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of lean towards. You have to deny them at the top. You know, how about you know what a fifty-point deduction for the next five years? If you win all your games, you might sneak the Champions League, but but otherwise, you're in trouble. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't think that. Yeah, that that's not gonna. Happen. Yeah, the the yeah, any sort of financial penalty is gonna be, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a sp- it, yeah, it's gonna be spitting into the ocean. Yeah, it, it, it's like you say. If it's a you know, if it's a financial penalty, all it means it's legal if you're rich. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you know, there there's talk of releg- possible relegation. 
I would not be against this, but frankly, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want you to be. Now, that, um, now, that's something that happened definitely with both Rangers and uh, Juventus. Yeah, Rangers obviously knocked right down to the bottom division. Juve just one division, if I'm not mistaken. They're just in Serie B. Say again? Juve were just Serie B. If yeah, I'm they went, yeah, they were knocked down to Serie B, and they won Serie B. Yeah. So, you know, City, it would, it would, they would have a year out. Right. Um, now, Rangers, on the other hand, since they were actually, um, since they were actually, uh, shut down and, 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 you know, reconstituted, um, so they, they had to start at the very bottom of the Scottish League football pyramid. Mm-hmm. So I mean I don't think it's going to go that far. No, and um, yeah, the would would City's owners happily eat you know whatever at, at minimum here four years of trying to get right back up again? Right, I don't think they would, and you know I I, I wouldn't want City to vanish as an institution because they do have their you know for, for all. The, the piss is taken of them as a plastic club, you know, or an artificially inflated on steroids, whatever. There is a club with a big following there, a loyal following, and they should not be going out of business. Same, same as I'd say for any other club. Chelsea, I, I wouldn't want to see them out of business. I wouldn't mind seeing them in, you know, <laughs> what's it, the Ryman's Premier League <laughs> in whatever, <this> division. <laughs> I'm happy with that. But no, they should not. I wouldn't have them not straight out of business like that. Mm. Even though I don't like them particularly, you know. Right. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, I mean, I mean, unless he did something, you know, so heinous, you know, because, again, you know, Rangers had a whole entire set of books, you know, yeah. they, they had a whole false set of books. But then, arguably, in terms of football as a competitive entity, they did. He'd been distorting the, the game for 15 years, as Chelsea did earlier. But Chelsea, you know, that was pre-FFP. These right. guys... And, just and let's be honest, Chelsea had, their own, Chelsea had their own dubious financial practice going on right now. Which, oh, and right. I, I know yeah. that UEFA are going to be putting a stop to that, but, you know, too little, too late. Yeah, it is a... From what I can see with Chelsea, it is dubious... But it it is kind of legal because if they play if you if those players don't work out, they are stuck with long term liabilities. They you know their ability to compete in the long term will be hampered, which is what FFP is all about. They they are making one big investment, and then they you know they they've got to get so much back. You know, I, I believe they re- are they released supposed to be releasing a Bamiyan. Yeah, I, I, I've been hearing like, that. Jesus. Which I don't, I don't want to get too far off topic, especially since no. we're we're, co- we're coming to wrap yeah. this up. Yeah. But um, you know, the, the the fact of the matter is, is that yeah, I mean, we we already know that there was dubious financial shit going on, and oh, you know, what, and, 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 and the card that everybody's gonna pull is well, everybody does it. Do they though? Because I I, I don't know if they do. No, no. Let's let's have the just just put the facts out there. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it's not like the same thing as saying that you know everybody in the NFL in the seventies did roids because yeah, we could see that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Jerry Rice put stick him on his gloves. 
Yeah, and so did her, like, not after it got banned, though. Yeah, so, you know, it's there's always, I mean, everybody is always going to be pushing the limits of what they can do. I mean, there's the old... There's, there's, there's the old, yeah, there's the old NASCAR adage, you know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, that, that's not just in NASCAR either. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, I mean, we, obviously this is something we're going to have to keep following because this is not going to get resolved anytime soon. No. Um, point deduction would be nice, but... Oh, uh, on this much. Did you see the banner that City had up in the stadium? Uh, I did not watch all of the game. I kind of had it on the background today. Okay. I mean, once right. it became 3 0, I was like, you know, I, I think this is over. Okay. So. Right. So they've lined up. So obviously, this is, case is going to be heard in the capital of our fair country. And I have told you that the name of the lawyer, not about the same way, is called Lord Panic. Yes. Can you guess on that basis? What the lyric they adopted for the banner was? Uh, panic! Oh, it's something from the Smiths. It, you have it's it. Pa you panic have it. on the streets of something. London. London. Exactly. Ah, okay. It's like okay, clever. But man, you're freaking. It's a lawyer. What the hell are you doing? You are making a hero of a guy who who is basically. You're, who is trying to get you off all sorts of dodgy financial charges? Jesus. Just yeah, football, yeah. Dude. Once again, football yeah, family. yeah. We we heard this morning about you know the the siege mentality. You know, it's amazing how it, it's Chelsea and and uh, it's Chelsea and uh, City who always have the siege mentality. It's always like, huh? I wonder why people might be out to get you. Oh, it, it's it's the Brexit and Republican Party trick, isn't it? It's these elites have failed us. Look the other way. We're not the elite, really. We're the little guys trying to yeah. get in. No, you're not. You're the big, rich bastards trying to fix the system. Yeah, exactly. So, well, this is going to be something we're, we're going to have to put a pin in uh, on, on both counts, both, uh, you know, Manchester City and the Super League. And I have the feeling that the two of these top, that these two topics are going to intertwine as time goes on. I think they're going to be pretty prominent in our new sections for the next few years, couple of years. So. Yeah, uh, sa yeah, one way or the other, sadly. But, uh, yeah, if you have any thoughts on this, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You have been listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting-Balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, John, any last words? Yeah, we are nearly two weeks into February here. Liverpool FC have still not won a league game this year. Tomorrow would be a damn good time to start. Oh, yeah, tomorrow as we discuss this, yeah, that, that is the, the Merseyside Derby. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm still saying that was karma the last time because of uh, since uh, my son and I couldn't we're, – we're denied entry into the pub – <laughs> to watch the old firm game and then uh yeah so you know because you know it, it's a bigger you know we have a big event here and you know we don't you know we want to sell more booze so you know it's like, like okay well you know y'all got a boring nil nil draw out of it so well we're, we're at celtic wash rangers four nil so without without kyogo <laughs> 
Yeah, Merseyside derbies are almost inevitably shit games. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you can be honest about this, John. <laughs> oh, I'm entirely honest. I, look, I have lost years of my life to Merseyside derbies, and I was like, ah, oh, it's painful. <laughs> it, it's masochism. Is that's what it is. <laughs> All righty. Well, with that in mind, uh, it's good night for me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night.